Hi friends, it's Marceline of Stress Talk with Marceline. And today we have a special presentation, a pre-recorded presentation because this is, um, I'm spending a little time with my family on this Easter day. Easter is one of the holiest days in the Christian faith. And as I thought about this this day today, and as I thought about the past year, I reflected on the pain that many people have endured over the course of the year. And I thought about how today, Easter, was being experienced by the world and by those of us who have had difficulties during the year. I then thought about spring and the newness that spring bring, the spring season evokes. Plants are growing, uh, grass is turning green, um, trees are pollinating, flowers are pollinating. We're starting to see uh, robins and uh, other birds in the area. We're also starting to see bees and butterflies. And when we think about spring, we think about newness. And with that in mind, I wanted to share some of my reflections of Easter, as well as reflections on newness. And so that's where we're starting today. We're back. Okay, so I want to remind you of a few things to um, be aware of before I get started. Um, on April 11th, which is next Sunday, we will have a special guest. Our special guest is Franette Mock. Franette is a licensed professional clinical counselor in the state of Ohio. She is also a registered art therapist. She's going to help me to continue our conversation about thoughts and how our thinking affects our stress levels. So please make sure to join us next week for our live broadcast with Frenette Mock. Also, we will also, I will also be sharing in the coming weeks additional uh, information about uh, two opportunities that you will have to work with me. I will be releasing from Burnout to Balance, which is a course that you can take in two different ways. You'll have an opportunity to use it as a self study or you will have an opportunity to participate with me in a mastermind arrangement. I'm excited about uh, the mastermind arrangement as well as the self-study. With the mastermind arrangement, you will have 
uh, an opportunity to work very closely with me and uh, other ladies in a group situation. We will work together over the course of four or five weeks to go from burnout to balance, to get our stress levels in a manageable level and to develop individualized, personalized plans to address the stress that we each experience. So look for an announcement of how you will be able to access each of those opportunities. Again, a self-help opportunity, self-led study, or an opportunity to work with me in a group mastermind. So let's talk about what um, we're, my reflections today. And um, you know that we've been talking about over the past uh, month and during this month, we're talking about how our thinking affects our stress levels. And we've talked about how our, our thinking Thinking is connected to what we believe, our core beliefs, as well as how we feel and how all of those things affect how we act. And as I thought about um, how, as I thought about the Easter season and Easter in particular, and as I thought about springtime, I, it, it, brought me to a passage of scripture in the Bible. Now, I am not a pastor, I am not a preacher, and I am not a Bible teacher. But I wanted to share this passage of scripture with you and to draw your attention to how it talks about how we have to renew our minds. And this passage of scripture is found in Romans 12, verse 2. Romans, the book of Romans, which is in the New Testament, chapter 12 and verse 2. And it reads, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now, This, I'm not going to teach as a Bible teacher, pastor, or preacher would would teach. That is not my uh, purpose in using this uh, Bible passage or this Bible scripture. But I think it is a profound uh, statement in light of springtime and in light of the importance of renewing our minds. And so I wanted to reflect on that a little bit. And I wanted to share some of my thoughts um, as it relates to thoughts and stress levels. So when I read this or when I went back to this um, passage, because it came to my mind, I was like, oh, I can, let's talk about this. I stopped with the word conform. Conform means to be similar or identical to. 
It also means to be obedient or compliant. It, it, and an expanded definition is to act in accordance to prevailing standards or customs. So when we conform, we are actually trying to be identical to or similar or in concert with whatever is going on around us. We want to obey or be compliant with the rules, the regulations, the um, culture, the uh, prevailing thought or sentiment of the environment that we're in. And there's nothing wrong with conforming, right? I don't want to, I certainly don't want to say that um, there's something wrong with that because there is not. There's nothing wrong with conforming. We have to, I think, be aware of when conforming is detrimental to our health whether that is our mental, physical, spiritual health. We need to, or emotional health. We want to be aware of when it is detrimental. So when it when I saw this passage and I started thinking about this passage, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, I started thinking about some of the things that we do some of the ways that we think, some of the ways, some of the beliefs that we hold that are really, um, that really cause us pain, that um, hurts us, that hurts others who are around us, that are detrimental to our well being. And so I wanted to, I wanted to just put that out there. The next word in this in this passage that uh, came to mind, or I wanted to look at, was the word pattern. And pattern speaks to uh, the form or the model for making things. Now I sew, and and some well, I used to sew a lot, but <laughs> I don't have I don't have. I don't have the time now to sew or, and my mind, it's very hard to focus on, on sewing like I once did. However, one of my goals is to get back to it because I love to sew. But when I think about patterns, I think about sewing patterns and uh, I have lots of patterns um, where I could take different pieces of a pattern and lay them out on fabric and cut them out and put those fabric, um, the fabric that is in the form of the pattern, I could put those together to make clothing, making jackets or dresses or pants or scarves or hats or whatever, putting those pieces together to make um, wearable clothing. And so that's what I think about when I think of a pattern, but a pattern is a form or a model for making things. It is also a reliable sample of traits 
or actions or tendencies of a group, a person, or an institution. So again, we want to be aware of the patterns that we are trying to emulate, emulate, or be similar to, or to comply with, because those patterns, again, may not be healthy for us. They may be detrimental or cause pain or harm. And so when we begin to look at those things, we want to understand that we do have the ability to transform. We have the ability to change in composition or structure. We have the ability to alter the outward appearance or the character or the condition. We can convert into something different. And, and you know, sometimes I think about a chameleon where a chameleon can change its colors so that it converts its colors or it transforms its color so that it blends in with an environment. So it's not as noticeable, so that it's safe. And we do the same thing sometimes. We sometimes change in order to fit in or in order to fall into the pattern or the tendencies of the group or the institutions that we're in, but it is not always the healthiest thing for us to do. It's not always um, the best thing for us to do. So we're admonished to renew our minds. And the word renew means to make like new, to restore to freshness. It's like spring when our flowers die down, but the roots remain and remain protected and strong so that in spring, those flowers can grow again. It's like when our trees, the leaves fall off the tree and the tree um, protects itself in the winter. And in the spring, the leaves come out again. We have to constantly renew our minds or refresh our minds, make them fresh so that we have new ideas, new ways of looking at things, new, um, new opportunities that we can take advantage of. We can have, we can be creative, right? We can create new things. And I, I know I'm stopping here because I'm just thinking, I'm looking out my, my window and I'm looking at how the leaves now are causing like a canopy where our backyard has a lot of shade. There's some suns coming through, but the leaves on the trees have just created a canopy in my backyard where a couple of months ago, the sun was very bright and it was shining through because there weren't any leaves on the trees at all. But now there are leaves, new leaves. There's new leaves. And, you know, I 
brings me to another thing that I'm suddenly thinking about, a new leaf on life. Have you heard that, that statement before? We need a new leaf on life. And oftentimes we do. We have to have a new way of thinking. We have to have a fresher way of thinking so that we can behave and act in a different way, a way that is healthy, a way that helps us to be whole. The prefix re, R-E, means to, means back or again. You can put that uh, prefix in front of almost any word and you can change the meaning of the word so that it you think of going back or you think about doing it again. The title of this, this recording, live stream in quotes, recording is reflect, reframe, or reform. And all of those words suggest a going back or a change um, in some way, in some way or form. So what does this have to do with Easter, right? Because I talked about Easter being one of the holiest days in the Christian faith. And I've talked about, I've shared a Bible passage, which is not an Easter related Bible passage, but I'm talking about renewal, renewing the mind. Well, Easter is about the resurrection of Christ, who those who um, believe, who are, who are of the Christian faith, believe Christ to be their savior. And when we talk about resurrection, we're talking about bringing that which was dead back to life. For those who believe in Christ as their savior, Easter does not stop with the resurrection. It's not just about bringing that, excuse me, bringing that which was dead back to life. It is a return to a relationship with God in the way that God originally intended. So it's not just about bringing, bringing the dead back to life. It's about returning to a relationship with God, the way in which God originally intended it. There's no longer a barrier between man and God because the veil has been rent. And again, while I am not, I'm not trying to preach. I am not trying to um, proselytize anyone. I am talking about going back or regaining something that was lost. I believe that this passage of scripture is timely and vital for those of us who are believers in Christ and those who are seeking peace in their lives. Because we've been living through a time period in which there has been very little peace. Many of us are fearful. 
of what the future holds. Many of us have lost loved ones and people we care about to a pandemic that we don't understand. Many of us are viewing this time in which we are fighting against each other and we we don't really understand that. How is it that we can fight against each other in the way that we're fighting? How is it that we are so angry and so anxious when we don't really understand the cause? Families are turning against family members. Neighbors are turning against neighbors. People who have known each other for years won't even speak to each other. And for what reason? Well, we know that the Bible speaks of that and people of other faith have, um, have their holy books that speak of that. But what can we do now to lessen the anxiety in the time in which we live and lower our stress levels? Well, this is what I recommend. First, we must reflect on the way that we view our own patterns, habits, ways of thinking, behaving, and feeling. And while this may seem different and it takes courage, we must do it. And we should do it even if it means going against the grain or conventional wisdom of our families, our culture, or our community. But we must reflect on these things and reflect on them as it affects us. How does it affect us? Second, we need to reframe our approach to relating to ourselves, others, and the world around us. Think about this. The way we in which we relate is often based on the messages we received about ourselves and others as we grew up. It is also related to the messages and the information that we receive currently. A new approach to how we relate to ourselves, others, and the world around us may require an additional set of eyes to help us to adjust our point of view. We really may need to talk to people who don't think like we think to see a different point of view. Because just think, there are two sides to every story. And then finally, we need to reform our habits or those patterns to restore health in our mind, body, soul, and spirit. We need to look at those habits that fail to renew, rejuvenate, or replenish our energy and revamp them with healthier options. So again, we need to reflect, 
reframe, and restore so that we can, and reform, so that we can restore our health mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. And we need to look at those habits that fail to renew, rejuvenate, and replenish our energy. And we can revamp them with healthier options. I think this is how we can, on this Easter day and in the spring season, restore our ability to get through the difficulties that we are currently facing so that we can move forward in our lives in a healthy, whole way. I am Marceline Bailey. I wish you peace. And I extend joy to you and yours. And I'll see you next time on Stress Talk with Marceline. Take care and enjoy your day.